Happy Hump Day, Boss Babes, where we wear whatever to create, conquer, and celebrate. Today, I'm actually celebrating our 10th episode with a little bit of a twist. I've invited Todd Collins and Zach Bryant to join us today. Hey, guys. Hey. Hey. So I always talk about women in business and like our own personal struggles. It's kind of why like I started the podcast. Um, but what you guys, what many people don't know and what you guys actually don't know are, are pretty much the most two influential people that I've had in my career. Um, and the reason why I say this is obviously, Zach, you helped me create that basic boss babes. I don't know what the, that video where you challenged me to do. And Todd, you've actually were the person that challenged me to create boss babes. <laughs> so, um, obviously Zach is my team lead. That's where we got everything from. Um, but Zach, where did you actually get the inspiration to begin with real estate? Um, <clears throat> so I was, I was in kind of like the corporate world, more like nine to five. And my parents are entrepreneurs and I just didn't see myself continuing on that path. And I was always interested in houses. Um, I lived basically in the same area my whole life. I mean, different parts of the Baltimore area, but I've essentially been here living here my whole life. And, uh, you know, I love the community and I love to interact with people. So it was a perfect fit and um, been, been at it for about seven years. That's awesome. Definitely somebody to look up to, especially with getting into real estate. Thank you. Absolutely. So Todd, kind of the same question, like what really got you into like the world of social media? Yeah, I mean, I, uh, I didn't really have a choice. I had a, I was in a situation where uh, I had to either decide to, um, you know, run with a, a business idea that originally came up with, uh, I came up with, with a business partner or, uh, you know, go to work for, for somebody else. And um, for me, it was uh, where I, I basically either had to make a right or a left-hand turn and say, okay, this is where I see myself going in the next 10 years. Do I want to do this with for someone else or do I want to do it for myself? Um, and that's really where uh, I, I saw a lot of opportunity in social media when, when I first got into it. And, you know, I'm 42. So when I first got into it, it was a very, it was a very basic um, organic uh, structure. And now it's turned into, um, you know, just a, another part of the reality of the world that we live in. So um, it was, it was kind of just natural for me. Um, I, I'm, I'm naturally introverted, but when it comes to social media, I'm extremely extroverted. So I think it's, it, I think the comfortability for me was just, it became a channel for me to be able to kind of be myself without, with, without an audience in front of me. Um, and I just, I just saw the opportunity. I saw the ability that it had to continue to grow and that it's not going away. Um, and I saw that a long time ago. And I think that's what really kind of propelled me into it was that I, this is a place that I knew that I can live in this world um, forever. And that's one of the cool things about it um, that we, we don't really think about that on a daily basis, but everything that we're documenting, even when it comes to stories and TikTok and YouTube and all these things, you know, uh, we all wish that we could go back and, you know, watch videos of our grandparents and things of that nature and, you know, our, our, the generations that come after us will all be able to go back and, and really get to know um, us. And, and I think that's one of the really cool things about everything. And people kind of overlook that in the social media world is that everybody has the ability to document a legacy for themselves. 
I definitely agree with that. I mean, honestly, there's always times where I have my phone out and I'm taking pictures and everybody looks at me and they're like, April, why can't you just like be in the moment? It's like, I am in the moment, but I want to capture that because how am I going to have that conversation of when I'm sitting there 80 in a wheelchair in a, in a retirement home, like, how am I going to be able to like have that conversation with like my grandkids or like other old people in my, you know, where I'm at. And I want to be able to show people like I was able to experience like this amazing sunset or like, even this is what I looked like when I was 20 something, even though I'm 80 now, you know? And I think that that's yeah. like, the biggest thing. And a lot of people, honestly, I think forget to really document their process and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And I honestly remember a conversation, um, Zach, when we sat down at Bagel Bistro, when you did challenge me to do that video, you were like, who are you? Like, I don't know anything about you. Like, I look at your social media and I really don't know who you are. I know you're a realtor, but that's it. And I think that's a huge thing too, of being able to showcase. Cause I mean, I follow you a lot on social media, Zach. I see you're always posting about your family, not just real estate. And I think that that's so amazing. Yeah. I mean, it's, I'm just, I mean, and Todd does too, you know, I think we try to just be authentic, you know, and, and I'm not living anybody else's life and I don't want to live anybody else's life and, and, you know, documenting it is cool. And I think for the same reasons, you know, uh, that you mentioned, like when you're older or like, you know, you see your memories, Facebook's only been around for 15 years, 17 years, something like that. So, you know, imagine in 30 years when you have like, you know, your stories are like, yeah, 40 years ago, it's going to be crazy. Um, so, you know, those kind of things are cool. And, and I just, you know, I try not to overdo it, you know, um, but, but I have a certain message that, um, you know, I just want to kind of let people know who I am. That's the message. It's not trying to prove anything or, and I think I owe Todd's the same way and Todd's business. See, that's the hard part about being a realtor sometimes is, Mm -hmm you know, what do you post on your business? What do you post on your personal? I mean, you kind of integrate it. You know, if I do a listing, you're supposed to put it on your business page and share it to your personal page. You're supposed to. Right. Um, but you know, you can get into however you want to post, but yeah, I mean, I just, I try to be authentic, you know, and just kind of share my life with people. That's, that's pretty much it. Yeah. And even touch base on like when you kind of have to integrate your business and personal life, like in, especially in our industry, you see a lot of people. And I actually recently had this happen for one of like the first times ever, um, where a client, just a rental client texted me and he goes, Oh, by the way, like I looked at your Facebook profile and this is my personal page. He's like, I looked at it. You have a lot, lot of friends that I'm friends with. And mm-hmm. it got to be, it was a little bit awkward. Cause I'm like, I'm a little bit more lenient on my own Facebook page or my Instagram page and all of that than I am on my purse or my business page. And when you have that come up, you're like, oh my gosh, what do they see? Like, what do they think? But then it's like, wait a minute, they're real people too. Like you also have to realize, like, I'm sure they understand that a young 27 year old is going to be like this on social media versus like, you know, and it's not only my whole thing is I don't really care. Like, you know what I mean? Like I'm just going to put on there what I want to put and I'm not going to share every single business accolade that I get either. You know, I, I think that the problem with a lot of people on social media is 
all they want to do is get recognition and it's, mm-hmm. it should be yep. more about achievement. Personal achievement yep. is more important. So in personal achievement is up to you. That's why people say, are you successful? You only, you can define that. So right. you, you know, you've got to celebrate your achievements in quiet before you put them on social media. And I think that that's where it gets abused is every little, you know, there's awards that every single agent gets <laughs> and people put them and that's fine. Yeah. But it's not special. Right. You know, you're, you're no different from anybody else. You should try to be stand out in a positive way on social media. That's, you know, in a way you're going to, you, you want to attract people to you, not, Oh, this person's posting this again. You want to give them interesting things to see or hear, and then they'll be wanting to look at what you're posting. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think like we always, I, a lot of people have actually talked about, um, I know even when I first got into the business about showing people who you are and show that you're a real person, because I feel like a lot of people have that pre notion of like realtors are like almost like robots, you know? And it's like, you can't, you're not at the end of the day, you're like a person and our business is about, you know, building a relationship, a friendship, whatever have you. Cause I want to hang out with my clients after we close, invite me to your barbecue. Like I'll be there. So I think that is probably a preconceived notion. Maybe a lot of earlier agent, like newer agents could probably um, benefit from that because at the end of the day, we want to make sure (laughs) we're real people too. Yeah, absolutely. So um, with being boss babes podcast, what is it to you guys? What does it mean to really be a boss babe from your point of view? And I mean, and I don't want to just narrow it down to like, if you see like a woman being a boss babe, because I feel like men can be, you know, boss in their own way as well. I, I think, I think I am a boss babe. <laughs> Personally, I think I'm, I, I think that, uh, you know, I, I think it's cool to celebrate. I think it's cool to celebrate that, you know, women can, nowadays and I, and I think our generation I think our generation is like way way past the whole you know women in business kind of thing I think that was I think that was kind of broken you know uh broken through when you know my mom's in her 70s now and I think that was kind of broken through their generation kind of broke that that barrier uh for for women now and I think now it's like to be quite honest with you I I prefer working with women over men um, and the only reason I say that is just because inherently, at least from what I can see, they're well, they're, they're way more organized. Um, <laughs> they just know how to do things better. They also know how to handle, in my opinion, handle conflict um, in, a, in a better way. Um, and, and, and they can also lead. And so, you know, that's why, you know, our agency is led by a woman. Our agency, you know, being just is led by Nicole. I, I'm not the leader of that agency. I might be, a, 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 a face of it, but, but Nicole's the leader, you know? And so, um, and one of the reasons that that was put in place was because she deserved it. You know, she does, she, it, it, let me, let me put it this way. My family, and I know Zach would say the same thing about his wife. Uh, my family cannot operate without Nicole. It, it doesn't work. I'm, I'm incapable as a, as a human being, I'm incapable of, of staying organized, making sure kids get to sports, 
Maybe, yep. you know, I, my brain doesn't, my brain doesn't operate that way. And you guys already know this about me. I'm, I'm very ADHD. Like if I'm, I'm very focused on business. And so there is such a multitude of other things that she handles, not only for the family, but for the business and for me, like I'm basically a 42 year old child. I'm not going to lie to you. Like there's a lot, as I age, my, my memory is getting worse. And so you know, uh, she's away for, she's away right now working, but also with Reagan at a lacrosse tournament, she drove two hours to get her to, she made sure that all the food shopping was done, that there's a list of things that I've got to make sure that get done, um, that I still need to do over the next 24 hours and like all these things. And it's like, I could never do that. So, you know, when we talk about a definition of a boss, babe, like I'm, I consider myself a, a, a huge cheerleader when it comes to, you know, women, and them doing things um, just better, in my opinion. They're just they're just better at what they do. And so, you know, you were talking about an inspirational inspiration to me. I mean, she is. She's made me a better parent, mm-hmm. um, a better partner, um, and a better businessman. So, I kind of owe that all to her. Yeah, well, round of that's applause good. For Nicole, <laughs> what's that? That's round of applause because I, I honestly just listening to that, I'm like, oh my gosh, I would probably would be so overwhelmed with doing all of that. But I feel like, like, I'm sure in her position, she's just like, she used to it. She's just like, all right, I got to well, do it. Well, you know, and not to cut you off, but she, you know, she does get overwhelmed. I mean, there, you know, yeah. trust me, there's times where she comes to me and she's in that, she's in that overwhelming state. And, and, you know, again, Zach will, Zach will tell you like, that, that happens as a mother, you know, you see it happen. And that's our job as a father and a partner to see that, to kind of foresee that happening and quickly step in and go, yo, I got you. Like, mm-hmm. I, I got you. Don't you take a seat. I got it from here. I'll take it. And, it. and and the way that you make that relationship work better is instead of waiting for it to happen, you kind of, as you're together longer and get to know each other more, you start foreseeing it happen and you can get there before it actually occurs. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm giving her a lot of accolades right now, but at the same time, you know, trust me, we argue a lot. We scream and yell and curse. And, you know, you guys know I curse, but you know, we don't, we don't fake that, that situation. There's a lot of times where we might not even talk for a day because we're pissed at each other, but it, and, and that's the real world. That's real mm-hmm. relationships. We, we were in a relationship where we broke up. We, we've been together for 10 years. We broke up for a year and a half. And we realized that there was really no one else out there that made sense for either one of us. And so, you know, uh, I never want people to think that's like when they see the social media stuff, I never want people to think that our lives are perfect or, you know, um, we're better than them or whatever it is. Like, you know, trust me, we go through the same things that every single one of you go through. Um, you know, yeah. April, I, I, April, I, you know, what you went through over the last year and a half or two years, I was there. I, you yeah. know, and I remember telling you this, like I, I was there the breakup, the, 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 the reinvention of yourself, all those things I I've been there. Um, and so, you know, you just got to remember that everybody at the end of the day, believe it or not, that you surround yourself with or that follows you, they're very much like you. Oh, I agree. You know, like that birds of a feather flock together type of situation. And even coming from that, like I went and I changed my whole mentality of like, 
who I am, how I act, like even like down to like how I take my coffee in the morning is completely different than what I started out with. And it's all mentality at the end of the day. It's like, am I going to sit here and feel sorry about myself? Or am I just going to say, fuck it and let's just get it done, you know? And that's kind of where that moment, that's kind of like where a lot of people have like that turning point, you know what I mean? And as many people know, like I took like a six month break from real estate. Cause I'm like, is, is this actually what I want to do? Like my right, numbers right. were shit. I'll be honest. My numbers are still shit, but at the end of the day, it's like, okay, what am I doing in order to move forward? And is that like, you have to kind of get real with yourself. Like, is this actually what I want to do in my life? And if not, like you guys both said, um, your inspiration was like, you were like, this is not what I want to do the rest of my life. And you yeah, made yeah. it happen, which is to me, that's, you know, the turning point of a boss babe, but and I'm sorry, Zach, I like, didn't even give you the opportunity yet to really tell us your opinion. Oh no. I mean, I, I, I agree with like pretty much everything Todd said, you know, I mean, my wife, she's a badass. Um, you know, she does a lot. She ho- definitely in holds the family together. No doubt about it. Um, like it's not even a question. I mean, she was, you know, when I got into real estate, I I was on my own. Like I, I, I didn't have any, um, I didn't have any experience and she wasn't working. So she supported me. And I feel like too, you know, being a boss, babe, and, and talking about her, you support other people, you know, and you lift people up. My mom and my older sister are both entrepreneur business owners and they're, I mean, my mom's been in business for decades and my sister's very successful at what she does. And, um, I think you guys might know my sister actually, but, um, you know, she does speaking and whatever she does a ton. So I just, yeah, I don't think it's a new, necessarily a new concept. I think that, um, you know, Northrop, for example, I, I always say, you know, it's mostly run by women. I mean, if you look at the executive room at Northrop, it's, you know, pretty much, it's probably two thirds women. There's probably five women in there. So, you know, any, and like Todd said, I think women understand culture better than men. And I think in companies and in life <laughs> that can really benefit. So I don't see it as something that, um, I mean, I think it's to be celebrated and yeah, I guess you could come up with a lot of definitions, but there's examples of, of that all over. Yeah, I definitely agree. And, and like I said before, like it, the whole point of the podcast was never to really sit here and bash men and be like, women are better. Like, and, you know, I'm still kind of learning, like, I don't understand what a feminist is and I'll be the first person to tell you that I don't believe that that's the person that I am but at the end of the day the same thing like you guys said it's about lifting other people up you know like go ahead and fix the crown of the person next to you regardless if it's a male or a female you know when I got into the business I was the only girl in my entire brokerage on the team that did any business and I felt so I was conflicted in my feelings because I was like am I going to be that person where I'm the only girl, so I have to work twice as hard or are they going to embrace me and I'm going to do just as good. And honestly, it was never a question of 
oh, she's a girl. She's not going to be able to do it. I actually had everybody having my back of being like, okay, go ahead. I see you. You're well, the most, April, the most successful realtors are women in their fifties, like yeah. out of every demographic and age. So, I mean, in real estate, <laughs> women are more successful than men. And it's crazy. Cause like a lot of people just never really, I mean, and I'll be one of those people that I never really thought about it. I always thought like, Oh, like coming in, like this is a men's industry. Like I need to, you know, I need to work twice as hard. I never, you know, you don't realize it until you've been in it, you know, it's crazy. But I mean, like I said, I have always looked up to both of you guys in business in general. And that's kind of like where a lot of my own personal drive and that hardship comes. Cause I remember, you know, Zach, you were like, you, you like literally asked me, I can't even remember exactly the wording that you said, but it was basically along the lines is like, I don't think you're in it. Like, I don't think your heart is in this right now and you need like a lot of reflection. And I think that that challenging moment was like, okay, well, if I need to really reflect, then I reflected. And I like appreciate that because not many people are going to be like, all right, let me just tell you how it is. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. But I like, like I said, I really do appreciate that. Um, so with everything like, going in business for yourselves and everything like that. Have you guys seen like hurdles that may have like hindered business or like some intertwining between personal and business that really are like, wow, like this is like something that's really hard for me to move forward. You know, I mean, I, I, I think every day is a hurdle when you're, when you're running your own business. I mean, it's, you know, it, it is a, uh, it is, it is not for everyone, you mm-hmm. know, running your own business is, is not for everyone. You have got to be able to go in every single day and know that, um, there's an opportunity, there's a, there, there, there's a, a, a possibility of it all going away immediately. Um, and so, you know, that mentality of, keeping yourself in business. One of the things that does that is remembering what it's like to work for someone else. Mm -hmm. Um, And the minute that you go towards the, the, the journey of, you know, taking care of yourself, right. Not depending on anyone else, not depending on your parents, not depending on a boss, write You a check, um, all of those things. The minute that you make that, that, that attempt and journey, you have to realize that, dude, you're going to, you're going to hit so many roadblocks, so many failures, um, you know, and, and for me, like, like, let's say like a client were to call and cancel, right? Like in the beginning stages of being an entrepreneur, I, I would be like, it's me, you know, like, God, I, I, you know, how did this happen? Like, I thought I was good at what I did and this, that and everything else. And what you end up realizing is now, like, if that were to happen, I've so many, I've learned so many things along the way where I've set it up now where it's like, it can't be me. Right. Like there's so many processes and strategies I've put in place for people or, or Todd, or it's you, but you know why, and you're not going to change. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and so, you know, and a lot of the times now it's one of the good things about doing it for a long time is you're able to weed through, and this is a good part about being authentic. You know, this talks about that authenticity part of it is you're able to weed through and attract the people that you know you will be able to do good business with, right? Uh-huh, and yeah. so 
I, I talk, you know, I talk a lot about this, but like the money thing, right? Like I, I totally believe that money is important. I, you have to have it to survive. You have to have it to be able to provide, um, you know, food and shelter and everything else. But, um, you know, do, am I getting, you know, extremely wealthy and rich off of, could I, or I'm sorry, let me put it this way. Could I be richer? Absolutely. Financially, no question about it. Could I go into the real estate business or the title business with Mike or the real estate business with Zach and, you know, be a realtor or a title guy and make, you know, out of stupid, dumb money? Absolutely. I guarantee I could. I know I could. Yeah, but I think you could. The, yeah, I know I could. I, I can just tell you I could. But at the end of the day, it's the question is, is like, you know, and this is where I talk about you being 27, April, is that you go through levels of life. Mm-hmm. And this is just an, this was just another level for you you're going to go through three, four, five, six, seven other levels. And, you know, I'm in level four right now in that 42 year old stage where I'm going, I'm, I'm in touch with my morality, but I'm also in touch with each day that I want to be able to do whatever the hell I want to do. And I don't need to make a hundred thousand dollars a month or $50,000 a month for myself, just personally to be happy. I don't need that because I also don't need the stress that comes with making $50,000 a month. So right. I, I guess for me, it's like, I, I pick and choose now. Uh, uh, I'm picking and choosing now my life and, and, and the, the choices that I'm making. Like I like that I'm going to the beach for two weeks next week. Um, there was a time in my life where I couldn't do that. And yeah. or you were, or maybe you wouldn't, you wouldn't do it. Yeah. Uh, either I couldn't or I wouldn't, but I was making, you know, you know, multiple six figures a year, but was I really happy? No, I wasn't happy that I missed my daughter's birthday because I was working. You know, I chose work over that. And, and those are the small regrets that I made where I go, you know, I don't even have that money anymore. So who gives a shit about it? And I made a mistake in in putting the money before the moments and I shouldn't have done that. And that comes with age and growing up. And, you know, those are things that when you start going through those levels of life, you start realizing it. Yeah. And I was always taught too, and this could totally be like a fucked way of thinking, but like the way that I go about things is you have to earn it. Like you have to earn the ability to say, I'm going to go on that two week, two week vacation for me right now. If I were to be like, all right, I'm going on vacation for two weeks. I'm like, I didn't, I didn't earn it. There's no way I was working hard enough to earn that two week vacation. Or, you know, being able to earn, all right, well, are you picky enough with what deal you're given? It's like, you kind of have to earn what you're really going to strive for. And I feel like the difference between, you know, 27 and 42 is, you know, you've worked your ass off to earn it. And like, it's like, all right, well, you know what? You have to work, just work, get it done. And then when you're 42, you'll be able to go ahead and do that. You know, I mean, that's, the way that I've always looked at it. Well, I think, I think what Todd's talking about is something that I realized when I, when I got into the business, I had just had kids Yeah. and, um, and I, and luckily I haven't really missed much, you know, and, and they were the first couple of years when my son was a, like a baby, I was working like a ton. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think what, what you realize as you get older and at certainly at 28, when I got in the business, I didn't know this that I know now with three kids, and it, it, you can say it, but your, your lifestyle will reflect if you believe that time is more important than money. You can say it all you want, 
But I only know a few people that actually believe that. And I know it because I could see how they live their life. And I know for a fact that that's what they believe. So the, the, that's what I think Todd and I at this point in our lives are, is, are you know, striving for is balance and a, a certain lifestyle. Now, it's not about how much you make. It's how you make your money. Mm-hmm. And it's yep. what you have to do to get the money. So for you, April, if you're starting over, you have to do everything. You, you can't turn down any opportunity if you at one point want to get to a, a, a situation where you can pick and choose everything that you do. That takes time yeah. and because you have to build up. You have to build up a consistent network and a consistent database. And also, like Todd said, you've got to define who you want to work with so that they are attracted to you. Because if yeah. you know who you are and you've done good business and you have a track record of success, and you understand what your strengths and weaknesses are, and you're good at what you do, that's how you attract people to you. So my day-to-day is completely different than it was five, six, seven years ago. Because now I go and I I choose where I go, and and I can say no to things, but I, I, I have the leverage in place to have people covered pretty much seven days a week, eight to eight, no matter what's going on. I have that for my personal business. So, you know, that took trial and error. I've been through four or five assistants. I've had now had Leah for two years. She's no question. She's the, she's it. And mm-hmm. she made my business flourish because what she did is she gave me time back. Yeah. So I pay her a lot of money because she gives me a lot of time. That's it. And, and my, my time is extremely valuable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, th- I think I think a lot of people don't realize that, you know, uh, you know, when you said April, when you said, you know, like you haven't earned that vacation, dude, you t- you've totally earned that vacation. See, and, and, and that's that's where I, I think people get confused. Right. Like it's almost mm-hmm. like self guilt that you're going, oh, I, I, you know, I'm not working hard enough to, to be to go enjoy this moment. And, and that's just that's just not the case. Yeah. It's that you're, you, you need, you, if like, if you want to go away for two weeks, dude, you should totally, if you can do it, you should do it. Like, there's no reason for you not to do something like that at 27 years old. And that's where, you know, uh, I'm 42, but I feel 25. And, and, and so what I mean by that is that just because you, you, you continue to age, you know, I'm almost twice your age. And I'm telling you that I don't feel from a maturity level or, or, or physical level, I don't feel any different than I did when I was 25. Um, and so do I wish at, do I wish at 25, I would have gone away for two weeks more. I totally wish I would have. I totally wish I would have because I could have made up those two weeks easily with without question. You know what I mean? And, and I think that's yeah. what we were trying to get to about the time thing is that you've got time now to be able to do those things and you're going to realize when you're 42 that you're still super young like you you could start over at 42 and i gotta tell you and you guys both you guys both know this about me in december okay uh right after my birthday i started over again Mm -hmm. i you know i my business partner and i broke up after you know not only a 34 year best friend friendship but also as a business partner and I had to relaunch a whole new company. And in six months, we're more profitable than the other company was ever profitable. So 
you don't know when you're going to have to continue to start over and try again yeah. and, and all those things. Um, so you, just my personal opinion, you want to go away for two weeks and go sit my ties and put it on your Instagram stories. You should go do it. <laughs> well, and Todd, Todd, the point is your lifestyle probably didn't change that much in the last. Not at all. From it. Yeah. So because you it's April, it's, or it's what you're willing to accept. Like if you, if you say to yourself, I don't deserve this. Well, what is it going to take for you to actually deserve it then? Because you haven't defined that either. Right. So it's a slippery slope because you're willing to beat yourself up, but you're not willing to reward yourself the same way. And you're not going to be successful if you stop beating. You have to just stop beating yourself up. It's like a child. You have to mostly ignore bad behavior and encourage good behavior. Yep. So, 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 you know, you can't ignore all the bad behavior. That's why I say most. Right. Todd knows. But, but oh, there's yeah, some, I'm, I'm the, yeah, but a lot of the things it's like, all right, the, the kids, you know, being an asshole, just let him go. I love the kid to death. I'm going to let him get away with it. Cause I did the same thing when I was this child's age, sure. you know, whatever. So, um, so yeah, but I, I, I don't think it's a, it's not a punishment reward kind of a business because that's, that's dangerous. I mean, there's a lot of, you know, Todd says, you know, jokingly he could do it. He could do it. But then it goes back to, does he want to put up with all this shit? Just like, do I want to put up with all the shit that another industry does? Whether I can do it or not is not the question. It's, right. will I do it consistently over a long period of time with a, a solid performance? And, right. and, that, and, and you can go to any industry and there ain't that many people doing it at all in any industry. Doesn't matter. Right. Real estate, social media, banking, you can name whatever you want. So you got to have, a driving reason like you have to have a chip on your shoulder you know yep. you have to have a little bit of an attitude about success not a bad attitude in general not at all you have to have an attitude about it success to say i'm going to create whatever success i want and i'm going to achieve it but you've got to have something pushing you i had a family to support i was always like a pretty good sales guy until i got into real estate and i took off i had a great mentor and I had a lot of motivation. Those are the two things that you really need only to be successful in business is mentorship. And you've got to have the right drive from, from within. I mean, I can't, you can't get in with nothing pushing you and really be successful in anything. I'm sorry, because what's your reasoning if you don't make it, if right. you don't make it and you have a backup plan, you're going to be less likely to really drive home the nail. If you have to put food on the table. Yeah. yeah I, mean, I agree. So you, I agree. You got to discover that, you know, and I'm not saying you personally, but maybe you and somebody else, you know, you, you have to figure that out. And some people it's obvious what that is, you know, to them. And some people you have to really search deep and find out what that is. But if you don't find that that drives you to be successful, I want my kids to look up to me and say, man, daddy really did well. Like I, that drives me every single day and that'll never go away. Yeah, I always think it like always goes towards like goals. Like that was something I started doing recently. And I constantly am preaching to regardless if it's my friends, um, other peers, whatever have you. I always talk about goals. Like, What is your goal? Because it always stems from your why. Like, why are you doing this? And when I first got into the business, I'm like, oh, financial freedom. But it was yeah. The longer I've been in it, it's like, okay, yeah, everybody wants financial freedom. Well, not, yeah, money's not a money's never a, the main, it should never be. If you're going to have a long sales career, it, 
yeah. you're not going to be able to have that as your motivator. <laughs> yeah. No, that was like one of the first conversations um, that I think you and I had was about that because I'm like, oh, I need yeah. to make this much. And you're like, stop thinking about the money. Look at the um, the number of transactions. It's going to change. Yeah. And it did because yeah. I wasn't, and I mean, I always call it, I don't know what you guys call it, but like, it was always like that commission breath. Uh-huh. I'm like, okay, I got to get the sale. got to get the sale. And it took so much stress off of me to stop looking at the numbers. Like to this day, I have friends who are like, so like, if you're going to sell this much house, like how big is your commission going to be? And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I just sell the house because you don't want to get right. Because then when you end up losing that, you're like, shit, I just lost five grand. Exactly. Yeah. You count the money before it's in your pocket. Yeah. That's a bad reason to do anything. I mean, I didn't come from money. My parents weren't really successful till I was older. Yeah. Um, so like, I didn't ever have this desire to like possess a lot of money, but when I got into real estate, I was worried about being the best I could be. And what happens is, you know, money and recognition and all those things, if you seek those out, it's empty. But if you do a good enough job, you cannot avoid those things. They will find you. Right. You know, it's a track. It goes back to attracting. I mean, it's all, I don't, I'm consistent in my belief about how to be successful and things like that. Everything I'm going to say is going to lead back to, you know, kind of manifesting it and believing it and just being your own cheerleader. Um, and, and just believing that you can get it done. And I know, I know Todd's the same, you know, the same way. Absolutely. I mean, like you said, with manifestations, like, I think one of the first episodes that I did on the podcast was talk about your affirmations, say your affirmations every day. I mean, my affirmations, I have a long list in my notes of affirmations. And it's something that I look at almost every day, because it's like, this is what, what you're going to be. And instead of like using, well, like, what if I do this? Or if this happens, it's always, you know what, you are going to do this. You are already this great realtor that you want to be. Because when you are having those manifestations and you have the confidence behind it, it does actually help you go into the next. Right. Yep. So um, I know with like all the hurdles and everything, you guys kind of answered like my next, the next question I had prepared <laughs> of like, what would you guys really do for advice for like age, you know, anybody, I don't even want to say just realtors or anybody that wants to really be in business and not even like being their own boss, but like advice of like how you end up, you know, just, I guess being happy at the end of the day in business. I don't know. I, I, I'll, I'll give you an example though. Um, because I think you have to find number one, I think to be happy in business, you have to like what you do. Right. Yeah. And and that's, and to to Zach's point, you know, like I said, could I go into the title business or the real estate business and do well? Yeah, I know I could because I'm a great salesperson. I already know I could. And I know also my work ethic. Right. So like and and I also when I go in to do something, I do have a chip on my shoulder. I still have a chip on my shoulder for what I do now. Um, but I'll give you an example. OK, so during covid, I made it. Uh, I, I said, OK, I really want to learn to shoot photos like I really want to get into this. And I want to. And so I educated myself. The entire year, I educated myself on shooting, lighting, um, uh, different lenses, camera settings. I mean, everything, right? And 
I went to my clients and I said, listen, you know, um, I want to start shooting food. And now looking back a year ago at the food shots I took, they were awful, terrible. And I started doing it. And what I noticed is, I'm, and I'm not joking with you, two, three, four hours were passed. And I was so mentally happy just taking pictures of food and, and, and sometimes missing a shot, but sometimes getting a really good shot and going, wow, I fucking, I caught that image with my eye. That's amazing. And I do it for free. I'm literally sitting in my car right now on your podcast episode and I'm getting ready to go in and spend two hours inside of a restaurant. I, I don't have to do this. I'm going in there because I'm excited and I like doing it. So as far as being a business person, one, to be able to have the freedom to spend two hours in a business and, and technically working for free and just doing it, because I'm doing it for free. I take these pictures for free for my clients. One, they're super happy and it gives them happiness when they can see, uh, when I see a chef's face and they go, they feel inspired by what they've created. Two, the clients take care of me one way or another, right? Based on whether, whether they pay the business or, or the agency for other things that they do. But I get so much pleasure out of doing it. And so at the end of the day, what you need to have in your head to be successful in any business is that you have to get some sort of selfish personal enjoyment out of it. Yeah. Or, yeah. You, or you will a burnout or you will fail and you're not going to reach your full potential because you just don't like it. You're just working. Even if it's your own business, you're still just working. You're not, you're not, yeah. you're not enjoying your career. And there's, that's two different things. Yeah. I definitely agree point. with that. Like you definitely have to, um, I can't remember who said the quote, but even I even wrote this in like my college admissions letter, whatever you have to do when you go into college. Of course I dropped out after a year, but the biggest thing that I said was, you know, you love what you do, never work a day in your life. And I've always loved by that quote, like you have to be happy, you know, of course I'd be happy sitting here taking selfies all day. Granted, I'm not going to do that, but, um, you know, the pure joy that comes, and I don't know, Zach, I'm sure you feel the same way. I'm sure Todd, you can kind of attest to it too, with your business is that at the end of the day, when you hand your key, the keys over to a client or a final product to a client, just seeing their face. And you just said, like, you like to see like their face light up. Yep. Yeah. You get that enjoyment. Yeah. I mean, I think you get, I think there's gotta be something that you're personally obsessed with about like the business. Like you, you yeah. it's, it's, um, it's not about like not working a day in your life. I think, I honestly think that speech is a complete fallacy. Um, too, I love I think it, yeah. Like I, I don't, you don't feel like you work. Well, I always feel like I'm working. And sometimes when I feel like I'm working, I feel even better. You know, mm -hmm. I don't want it to be easy. Um, I know it's not going to be easy. And, you know, I get satisfaction about going into people's houses and listing their properties. Mm -hmm. I get, I don't, some weird, I, I just like it. And so, you know, that's what I do with my time. I'm, I'm at, I put up, it's funny because another agent was about to knock on my window. I just pulled up to a listing appointment, but, um, but like, this is what I like to do with my time. And I've gotten, you know, and I coach, I, I mentor agents for the brokerage 
Um, I, you know, I had my team. I didn't enjoy that. I didn't enjoy running a team. So a team of other salespeople, I'd rather coach them and give them back like grandparents. Um, you know, so I, I, I have a good admin with Northrop. I have my personal admin. I have Northrop's admin. I have a very, very, and Northrop is phenomenal at setting you up for success on the listing side. So that's, I'm very thankful for that. And, and that's why I'm here at Northrop. And um, I just get, am able to do what I do. And, and the coaching gives me that extra edge, extra challenge of, you know, it can't, it can't be, that's another thing about success is you've got to make it fun. Todd, I know you agree. You have, you've got to make it fun for yourself over and over again. You've got to create new things to be excited about. And if you're just ho-hum doing the same things, this is why money's not that important to people. Because if you're doing the same thing, if you told me I'm going to do the same exact thing for the rest of my life, I wouldn't want to make, I wouldn't care how much money you pay me because I wouldn't want to do it. Right. You know, so I like having the idea of, okay, you know what, let's tweak something. Let's do an investment. Let's do a new investment we've never done before. Let's try to do you know something, help a business owner, something that keeps things fresh, something that's different. And that's how I got into video at the time. Nobody was doing videos mm-hmm. four years ago. Nobody was doing professional video. I remember um, that conversation, by the way. What's that? I remember that conversation about that video that said it all. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you remember that? That was amazing. No. By the way, I that we remember that video. No, I don't. Pretty cool. You don't remember that conversation? About about the first video I did? Yeah, the video the walk the the Baltimore video. Oh, that was that was like 2 or 3 years ago. That yeah, one actually we, just I, came so, up on my feed the other day. That that <laughs> That, that video, that video, I remember having that conversation with Zach and I remember when he did it and this is again, so not to cut Zach off, but yeah, 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 that's, yeah, yes, that video, yes, that video this, had, yeah. no, no. this is the stuff that gets me excited now. Right. And I, and Zach will attest to this is that as, as we've aged, we've, we've, we've moved also into the coaching spot and the coaching spot, like for me, like, you know, when people say, God, you're always on your phone. And I'm like, I have to be on my phone all the time because I want to be the go-to guy. Like, mm-hmm. I want Zach to call me and, you know, bend my ear for an hour asking me what he should do about something, right? Even two, three years ago about that video. I want April to right. be able to reach out to me and go, hey, I'm ready to do a podcast. What can I do? How do I do it? I want to be the guy on a Sunday at five o'clock when somebody has an issue and they call me and I'm able to help them. And I think that's where I've been able to gain a lot of my following now is that where it's not really sales stuff. Like if you need me, you're going to pay me. But a majority of the time you're going to reach out to me because you got a problem and you know that I most likely have the answer to be able to solve it for you. So I take a lot of pride in that being the guy for that. And I think a lot of the times that's, that's one of the major satisfactions that you get. Again, as you get older, you, you to be able to pass along the experience that you've had in your business to others because you see something in them. It's pretty amazing. And, and you, it, there is no, you can't put a number on watching someone that you've helped coach, mentored, whatever, and seeing them succeed. You can't put a number on that. So when Zach hit me up about that video and I remember him messaging me and be like, Holy shit, dude, it's got 20,000 views. I can't believe this. What do I do? I'm like, put it on Twitter. And it, this is like, this is like three, four years ago. And it's just like really funny, you know, to see how far he's come to see how far you've come on your 10th episode. For me, 
to even be kind of intertwined in that way between you two is kind of it's inspiring to me because I'm like, wow, I had a little bit to do with a, with a little bit of this. And it's kind of neat. It's, it's, it's interesting to be able to have a little bit of a stamp on those kinds of things. So I think that's the satisfaction part of it. I agree. Yeah, I definitely agree. Well, I'm going to wrap it up here. Thank you guys so much for joining me today. I do appreciate it, um, especially our super busy guys. Um, as always, boss babes, get out there and do the damn thing today. Thanks, April. Thanks. Bye, Thank guys. you. See ya.